And welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Football Bros Vegas Insider Edition. I am your host, Derek Randall, and here with me is my co-host, Jack Novak. Jack, how's it going? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you doing, Derek? Going well for you, man? Yeah, everything's going great for me. How are how, how you doing? Oh, not too bad. I mean, after you informed me of uh, how successful my picks were yesterday, I was doing a little bit better. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, you want to start right off since I've already kind of jumped to it. You want to start off with recapping everyone on how we, how we did last week? Yeah, so I'll get going on that. So, last week, Derek had uh, seven out of ten picks correct. It's a big win. Um, I... I came up a little short. I only had four. It was a rough week, but uh, four four is actually not too bad. And uh, for for my own uh, personal purposes, I ended up doing okay with uh, with some good player prop decisions. Thank you, Amari Cooper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let me go through through what we had. So um, in the 49ers Raiders game, I took the Niners, and you had the Raiders. So I got the uh, I got the win on that one with Nick Mullins. Coming out of nowhere, looking like a looking like a star, so right. So that was great. I mean, granted, it was against the Raiders, so truly really not saying much. The Raiders are, I think, now officially the worst team in football. So, absolutely, uh, it's hard to read too much into that one. Yeah, no, it's, it, definitely not going to read too much into that one. So we both had the Falcons and uh, and the Steelers with their wins, um, both underdog victories there. Um. You hit uh, with Kansas City over the Browns with the spread. I hit with uh, the Vikings game with the spread there. And then we both got the Jets game wrong. I don't know where. I, I have no idea what happened in that game. That was just trash. It was. Yeah. It, I'm, I'm really glad that I didn't end up watching much of that game because the little bit that I did see was just horrible to horrible to watch. So. Yeah, I didn't watch any of it. I'm glad. Um, I heard the field there was like a swamp, which I, you know, I, I think I had the under on that game, so I guess it helps for that. Yeah, you did but get the under right. Did get the under on that by a long shot. Yeah, um, okay. yeah. But uh, it comes down to Sam Darnold sucks. <laughs> yeah, Sam Darnold is trash. <laughs> he is he is having a real hard time adjusting in his first year. Uh, he's he just makes terrible decisions consistently yeah the pick six that he gave up this week looked like his first throw in the nfl against it uh against the lions in uh week one that it was terrible yeah it and i remember sitting there watching the draft and not having much faith in this quarterback draft class like i remember all the hype everybody wanted a top pick to get a quarterback but it was one of those things where i'm sitting here and i'm looking i'm like i'm not seeing an, an andrew luck in this class not by a long shot no and, and I think the most talented quarterback from that draft class is the one who hasn't played yet, Lamar Jackson. Um, Interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I do. I do. I, I have a lot of faith in him, and I think it was really smart for the Ravens for a couple reasons. One, to jump up and trade for that last pick in the first round because for those of you that know and those of you that don't know, if you draft a player in the first round, they automatically come with a fifth-year player op- or team option, I believe, whereas – Every other round, it's only four years. Um, so they, that's the reason they jumped and drafted him 32nd overall. Second reason I thought he's training behind Flacco, who does have a really strong arm, is 
kind of the opposite quarterback yeah. of Lamar Jackson. So I think that's a good spot for him to train behind and learn what he's not good at. No, I, I, I understand, uh, understand your reasoning there. And I, I also, um, I don't know if I would, if I would say he's the, the best quarterback in the class. Um, I think Josh Rosen is actually going to develop pretty well. Um, he, he reminds me. I of hope so. I like the Cardinals. first year. Um, it, it like yes. Josh Rosen, I think has all the ability in the world. He's just afraid to take the shots right now. Um, once I think once he starts feeling comfortable, he'll really open up uh, in his game. I, I think he's he's going to be the one to develop the best out of um, out of the first round picks. But I like I do like Lamar Jackson too, um, and especially the ways that the Ravens will be able to utilize him uh, when he does ultimately take over. You know, whenever that happens, it it's going to happen. Um, in probably not this year. I think Flacco's job's going to be safe. He's been playing a little bit better than Flacco average, so I don't. I don't think that's going <laughs> to. I don't think this is going to be the year that they pull him. But I wouldn't be surprised if if Lamar got a start next season, um, where he secured the starting role. Um, and and yeah, sure. I, I agree. I think that just the the different ways that he can be utilized on that team, he'll end up working out very well for the foul, uh, for the Ravens. Uh, yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I think it's his job next year. But um, moving on from from the court, rookie quarterback comparison, uh, what other picks did we so after, get right, after get the wrong? One o'clock games, we, honestly, we were both uh, doing great after the 1 o'clock uh, – uh, once the one o'clock games were done, and then after that, you kept your pace, and I missed everything after the one o'clock games. So um, I missed the Seahawks uh, getting the win over the Chargers and the over on that game. Uh, I picked the Rams. You had the Saints. Um, that game was still incredibly fun to watch, though. So I'm not uh, not too upset about that one. Um, we both had the Packers with the spread. That didn't work out. Um, big surprise there. I the play calling in Green Bay, I just don't understand for the life of me. You got a guy who's averaging six yards a carry. Give him the ball. Open the game up for Aaron Rodgers. Like, what are you thinking? Why? Why is he getting eleven carries a game? Why is that? Is is that the most you're willing to give this guy? He's he has the best yards per carry in the league right now. Why are you doing this to him? Yeah. And and another thing that didn't make sense to me is that first drive, they only used really Randall Cobb and they used him as like a gadget player, kind of like a yeah. Tariq Cohen, to get to march and it worked to march all the way down the field, and then they struggled to get down the field the rest of the game and it's it's like they didn't do that. They actually Cobb was only targeted two more times the entirety of the game, so it. Mike McCarthy's a jackass, and I think he's going to run his yeah, team. Yeah, the no, ground. they the Packers should be so much better than they are, and I think it comes down to the play calling. It really, the talent is clearly there. Um, you have the best quarterback in the NFL. You should not have a sub five hundred team right now. It's absolutely ridiculous. Mike McCarthy needs uh, to get his head out of his ass. Um, and then in the Monday night game, I took the Cowboys with the spread over the Titans. And uh, I was reminded that, uh, no, the Cowboys are bad. Uh, don't bet on that. <laughs> the whole division is trash. The only reason they have any wins because they're in the worst division in football. Um, yep. Yeah. So that was 
And I, t- I took the under on that one, right? Uh, you did not have anything for that game. But uh, we both uh, I did, I know, bet the under, and we missed it by a point and a half. So, yeah, a little insult to injury yes. there. But thankfully, I bet on Amari Cooper scoring the first touchdown in the game there and made a uh, had a nice payout on that with 9-1 to odds. So, overall, our uh, yeah. your pick-ems were great. Mine were a little below average. Um you know, a little under 500, but, um, you know, we didn't get to talk about our player props in there, but, um, but I did pretty well with that. So ended up so, still positive for, uh, for the week. Uh, and I think you did too as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, at least in terms of the NFL, <laughs> I'm not going to get into that, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll stick to what I know. NFL. <laughs> yes fuck cincinnati their basketball team sucks now um, that was <laughs> but that, that was awful yeah and i i think what people what we didn't really express last time is your forte is the player props like i feel like every time we're betting on the same things you and i are like i feel like man if something's sucking i'm like damn dude like we're down and you're like i'm <laughs> not i bet i bet on this guy for a touchdown i was like I'm just like every time, like wow, you you put that in last minute and it fucking buys you yes, out of a yeah. loss. So, props to you because I I tried doing that in the Monday night game and I picked Valdez Scantling and Cobb scoring touchdowns and they did not. So I just felt like once again stick to what you know, which is the over under and betting on the line and uh, not not player props because that's a struggle. Yeah, no, I I do feel. Uh... Like I kind of got a little bit lucky this week, um, getting getting out of, out of uh, the hole there. Um, I expected Amari Cooper to get a touchdown, but um, I bet pretty heavy on him scoring the first touchdown. I usually only bet like two dollars on the first touchdown, nothing too too big. I upped it to five, and it gave me a fifty dollar payout. So um, plus plus I yeah, had that, another that really on wow. uh, on an anytime touchdown at uh, plus one ninety. So I ended up making uh, making about seventy dollars on uh, on Amari Cooper's touchdown, um, which was uh, the real thing that saved my day there. So, yeah, yeah, you did you did nice with your player props, and it it bought you out of a, yeah. oh, a hole. The Rams game, oh god, I would have I, I ended up betting uh, thirty dollars on the Rams to win because <laughs> once they were I, I already started with fifteen, and then um, their odds went to like. Uh, like plus one forty five or something when they when when they were only down a touchdown, um, so I put another fifteen on it. Um, but luckily, what bought me out there too was I had money on uh, both Brandon Cooks and Cooper Cup scoring touchdowns. The only two player that I bet. And oh my god! It. So no, I've been doing really well with my uh, with with the player props um, this week, and that's ultimately the only reason that uh, that I came out ahead. But um, this week. Is gonna be interesting. Um, yeah. So let's let's yeah. jump right to that because something that I was looking at, I've been looking at since Tuesday when the line was initially released. That's had me. I, I don't know. I don't know what to think about it. Is this Thursday night game, the Panthers at Pittsburgh? When it opened, which is when I took the bet, it was um, Panthers were four point underdogs, and I was like, absolutely, give me. A- six and two team as an underdog like i will do that all day um which i i still don't regret it 
But then I started looking closely at home road splits and everything um, this morning. And I, I, I don't know what to think. The Panthers, their only two losses this season have come on the road and they were against the Falcons and the Redskins, two teams they probably should have beat. So that's got me wondering if Definitely they're better. a much lesser team. On the road. But yeah, yeah, for sure. So I don't know. I feel a little less confident about it um, now, but I feel like when the better team is given a four-point um, cushion, I, you have to take. Uh, it. I, I completely agree. Um, I, I'm, and finally we get a Thursday night game that is going to be fun to watch. Um, I'm actually really excited for this game, um, but no. So uh, I got I got it open right now, and Panthers are still three and a half point underdogs. Um, and the uh, to take the win in this is plus one fifty five. I think that's a great bet, um, even if it's uh, yeah, you, you know, they they are playing a good team. So I, you know, I wouldn't say that the Panthers are definitely going to win this game by any uh, any stretch. But when it's plus one fifty five. And you have a six and two team, like, why not take that bet? Um, regardless of you know, you know, if if it's what a forty percent chance it's going to hit, that's still that's a huge payout. That's worth it to me, uh, with without a doubt. Like, no hesitation. I'm definitely uh, taking the Panthers to win this game tonight as well. Um, and I I also think it's going to be a shootout. Um, I was going to ask you about that. So you think it's going to be high scoring? Be high scoring. Um, the Steelers obviously have been putting up points. Their defense is horrible. The Panthers have the, the last few weeks started out the first half, they'll score four touchdowns and then they think that they can just coast to an easy win. And then they let the other team back into the game by giving up a whole bunch of, of touchdowns early in the second half and making it interesting. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see something like that happen again today. See a really high scoring first half, um, that it slows down a bit in the second, but um, so right now the line uh, or the uh, the over under is fifty two points. It's pretty high. Um, I still I still think it goes over. I think you get um, you get at least four touchdowns from one team and at least three from the other. Probably a couple field goals, um, which is also yeah. Take. I agree. That's that's part of my ten bets too. Um, I took both the Panthers with four point line. And I took um, the the over in the game because I don't know if they'll be playing from ahead, but I think Pittsburgh plays way better at home. Their offense clicks a lot better. So I just feel like it's going to be back and forth shootout. And whatever the, the over-under is in the first half, I'll probably go over on that. I think too. that's a – yeah, I think that's a really good idea. I like the, the first half bet there. Yeah, because sometimes you'll notice a lot – yes, in teams – they um, they always have a script to for at least their first drive. It's usually like their first drive or two, about fifteen plays. The offense will have a script um, for when a game starts. So you'll notice a lot of times they'll score a lot quicker in the first half than they will in the second half. So I feel like in in uh, Vegas betting doesn't really catch on to that. So they they usually split whatever the total over under is. Directly in the middle. They'll. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Split it right in the middle for the first half, and I think you got to go over on that. No, yeah, I think t- tonight's a great uh, a great uh, instance to to do that. I like that. Bet. Yeah, absolutely. Any player props you're thinking about for this game? I haven't looked at them at yeah, all. Um, if, if there's anything you're thinking uh, preemptively. 
Well, James Bradbury, the corner for the Panthers, he shut down um, Mike Evans last week. Yeah, that's true. And it was it was solely him. He shadowed him, and Mike Evans caught one ball, which is crazy. Bradbury's been getting burned this year. Um, so I think because Antonio Brown plays out of the slot a lot of times, I think that he'll then be on Juju, which in that case, I'm going to – I'm thinking about taking the under on catches and or yardage for Juju. Interesting. Because if Bradbury's on him, I, I feel like I feel like it's gonna be Antonio Brown the whole game. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see who he covers and um where they line up their receivers today. Cause um like you said, Antonio Brown works out of the slot sometimes, but other times they have him on the outside. If that's the case, is is Bradbury's game just gonna be to shadow um any particular receiver or um, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he if he shadowed Antonio Brown. Um, I don't know. It's gonna. I I I I understand uh, where you're coming from on the, on this, uh, but it's gonna it, it's gonna be tough to see off uh, until we know where he's lining up. And the thing is, the thing is, shadow coverage almost. Every time the corner will only stick to the outside and won't go into the slot because the slot's like, yeah, yeah, oh, it's, a different, it's, it's different. very different covering yeah. the outside. So, yeah, the only per- corner who does that, I think, is Chris Harris and Nickel Roby Coleman for yeah. the Rams. There's specific slot corners um, that are good that you want to kind of watch out for. Um, so, yeah, I feel like, I feel if Antonio goes into the slot, he'll be safe. But then again, like you said, he bounces all around, and he's not scared of anybody. He knows he can beat anybody at any time, um, and he loves he loves the swagger. He loves to rub it in people's faces that he can dominate whoever. So I don't think he's moved into the slot to avoid better coverage at any time. I just think sometimes for certain plays he works better out of there. So I could see him being in the slot a good bit of this game, um, especially with – Keekly, he's been kind of banged up. So I feel like there's a good opportunity for Antonio Brown to take advantage. I like it. Um, for me, I'm thinking uh, I like Devin Funches to find the end zone. Um, yes. I think that's a, that's a pretty safe bet. I think it's going to be a shootout. And um, Funches didn't find the end zone last week against the Buccaneers. I think he finds it this week in Pittsburgh. Um, I also – I like Cam Newton to score a touchdown as well. Um, I, with legs, huh? With his legs, I'm assuming you're saying. Yeah, I, yeah, I think he, yeah, I think he rushes for one this week. Yeah, I like that. That's that's a little bit riskier proposition because he hasn't done it a ton this year, like in years past. But yeah, I if it's it. over, um, if his odds to score a touchdown today are over 150, or if it's Plus 150 or higher, I'm going to bet on him to score a touchdown. Um, and I'm going to bet on Funches no matter what. I kind of like I kind of like Roethlisberger in the same sense. A lot of times a quarterback that isn't mobile like Roethlisberger, his odds will be like, what, like plus 1,000 or something? Not, yeah, yeah. Not and that high, but yeah. For, like what is it, like 800 yeah, or 900 yeah, or something like high. that? It's pretty high. I feel like a lot of times when they get to the goal line and they need to score quick, they rush the line and he sneaks it in. So I could see that happening at some point. Yeah, um, that's interesting. That's a, I, I just don't know. I feel like they like they'll just run up the middle with Connor. I don't know. It's one of those Cam things where I feel like if the odds are good, top, I, especially because McCaffrey 
it's just he's not a big guy. Um, and so that, I think that's a lot, a lot of reason they, they end up just using Cam to punch it in. But, um, but I don't know. I'm also um, – I'm going to consider taking uh, Cam Newton's uh, rushing yards depending on, on where that, that sits. Um, he's, he's started to use his legs a little bit more recently. Um, I like him to get at least one big gainer that, that might take him over uh, whatever his, his line is. But, um, again, I, but we, we don't know what that's going to be yet. So um, I'm not sure if that's something I'll bet on. But I, I, the, my safe bet, though, is, is bunches to score. I really like that this week. Um, that's my big player prop for the Thursday night game. I like it. I like it. So I feel like we've hit on this game a good, a good bit. Um, and I feel like you and I are definitely going to be talking tonight more about when the actual yardage and uh, touchdown odds are yeah. released, about uh, which ones are favorable. So let's go ahead and move on then. All right. So what matchup do you want to look at here first? Uh, all right. So let's start with the uh, uh, America's Greatest, the Bills and the Jets. Oh, God. <laughs> So, uh, Jets are seven-point favorites in this game. The over-under is only 37 points because this is uh, going to be horrible. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, I but, really think the over-under should be like 20 points. Oh, God. God. It's hard to care find anything to care about in this game, but I think the Jets still cover the spread. Um, it doesn't matter if it's Derek Anderson or Nathan Peterman starting – they're not going to score hardly any points. The Jets' offense is good enough to stumble into the end zone at, at least a couple of times. So I think the Jets carry the spread on this one. Yeah, and I honestly think the Jets just got better with uh, Darnold being hurt. I'd rather throw McCown out there. Oh, I totally agree. I think McCown is a much better quarterback. I mean, Sam Darnold has been terrible this year. Josh McCown actually led their team. What were they, like 8-8 eight eight last year? Uh, something close to that like they were they were a fine team he was a you know steady middle of the middle of the road quarterback I imagine he probably comes in and uh, he should be able to to take advantage of of uh, the Bills defense here um, at least once or twice which is going to be all all the Jets need so yeah I think Jets cover the spread here yeah, yeah, and I, I really am set on the under in this game. <laughs> what what'd you say it's at now? When I looked, it was 36 and a half. I, it's at 37 right now where, where I'm seeing it. Yeah, I'm, I love that under. <laughs> this game just uh, – I really could see this being like 10 to 3. <laughs> I got – I won't be watching this game. <laughs> so, no. next, next we got uh, – we have the Patriots and the Titans, seven-point favorites – for the Patriots uh, away from home. I think the Patriots still cover the spread here. This is a weird one to me. I when it feels really about this seems off. This ending up the Titans defense, pretty damn good. Been looking better, but I know a lot of that depends on whether it's all. Then I would feel a little bit more confident about the spread, but if he does not, that's 
Yeah, uh, Titans defense has definitely been pretty solid. That being said, uh, I think the Patriots offense is too much for them to handle, and I don't see the Titans offense being able to do anything close to what they did to the Cowboys last week. Um, so I like the Patriots here to cover the seven-point spread. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we'll see with that one. So next we got the uh, next we got the Lions and the Bears. Uh, the Bears are six and a half point favorites at home here. What are you thinking? Yes, I like that. Uh, the Lions just keep looking worse and worse every week. Uh, the Bears quite the opposite, and they're supposed to get Cleo Mack and Allen Robinson back. That seems like far too much for the Lions to handle. I agree. Yeah, it looks like I'm taking uh, taking the spread on just about all of these, uh, but I think the Bears cover it. Um, the Lions are not looking good. Their team has just been horrible offensively, um, and the Bears have the best defense in football. I don't. I, I don't see how the Lions are going to find their way into the end zone against the Bears. Carryon Johnson's been been carrying them. Um, that's not going to happen against the Bears. Um, and and yeah, their offense has been looking uh, pretty solid too. Uh, Trebinsky's had a really solid year so far, and I think the Lions aren't going to be able to stop that. So I like the Bears to cover the spread at home here. Yeah, and a quick note of their defense: their top two corners, Amukamura and Fuller are both ranked in the top 20 in terms of completion percentage allowed in their cover. Uh, that's pretty damn good. Along with that extremely yeah. ferocious defensive line. I mean, they, they're a force to be reckoned with. And I, I like the under on this game as well. Yeah. They have the under at 44 points right now. Um, yeah. I think the under is a good bet to take here. I don't think the lines are going to be able to put up hardly anything. Um, Bears will have, you know, they'll, they'll be in clock management in the second half, I think. Um, so I, I think that's, that's probably a good bet too. Yeah. I kind of see a 27, 10 game. Oh, that's big. You, you 17 points. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, the lions gave up 10 sacks last week to the Vikings who are a great defense, but I would say they're just a notch below the bears. So, oh my God, yeah. who knows what's going to happen this week. Yeah, that's, that's fair. They're going to have to keep Stafford protected. Um, well, let's move on to uh, the Saints and the Bengals. So, <laughs> the game that I will be at. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot you are going to that game. That's Lucky you. That's actually going to be a, a fun game to be at. I think, I think it's going to be um, awesome. It kind of sucks AJ's going to be out, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, you'll, you'll get to see Tyler Boyd, who's been having an, a pretty remarkable year so far. So the Saints are six-point favorites away from home. What are you thinking? Uh, yeah, I think they cover that. Um, Drew Brees isn't as good when he's outside of a dome, but with their running game being so strong, I feel like they're going to get up by two touchdowns pretty early and just ride Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara the rest of the game. Yeah, um, I don't know. I uh... – I kind of like the Bengals in this one to cover the spread. I still think the Saints win this one, but uh, I'm not sure if they carry it by six. Um, even without AJ? Even without AJ. I don't think it, it, it like it, it obviously hurts them, but I don't think it kills them. Uh, Joe Mixon's looked great, and uh, you still have Tyler Boyd there. And I really think John Ross is going to have a, a nice day for him. 
um, guy who has all the talent in the world but hasn't been able to show it on the field yet. I think uh, I think John Ross finally uh, comes out to play against uh, a underwhelming Saints secondary. Um, yeah, I, I think they, they keep it pretty close. Um, especially the Bengals have been great in comeback football this year. I think Saints get uh, get the lead to start, but the Bengals uh, eat away at it going into the end of the game, and um, Saints win it, win it in a nail-biter. Interesting. We'll have to see how that plays out. And uh, what's the over-under set at? Over-under is at 54, which – Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's tough to take the over there, but, man, it is going to be high scoring. I, I do feel like it's going to be super high scoring, or at least I really hope it will be. Um, yeah, no, you're gonna you're gonna be in for a treat. I, think. I hope so. Uh, I don't know if I'll take that over under though. That's pretty damn high. Yeah, it's pretty high. Um, so then next we got the Jaguars and the Colts in uh, in Indy. I uh, I really like the Colts here. They're three point. They're only three point favorites. Um, the, the Jaguars just look horrible, and the Colts are their offense is looking better every single week. Um, Jaguars D is not what it was last year. I think the the Colts win in uh, with a, a pretty big margin. Honestly, um, there's just nothing happening for that Jaguars offense. And even if Fournette, you know, he looks like he's going to play, I don't think he does much of anything this week. Um, I, I I really think that uh, the Colts got this one in the bag. I'm right there with you. Um, yeah, I I think something about them facing the Jags makes me uncomfortable because that defense having the reputation it does, but AJ Bouye is out. So that makes me feel a lot better about taking them. And Andrew Luck's been awesome. So I agree. Three point favorite. I think they could, they could pass that. Yeah. Yeah. I think they, they beat that one pretty handedly. Um, so next we got, uh, we got the Falcons and uh, the good old Cleveland Browns. <laughs> so um the the Falcons are six point favorites away from home here. I think the Falcons just decimate the Browns. I I, I see a big win for uh, for Atlanta here. I totally agree. I don't think this is going to be a game at all. I <laughs> yeah six points. Uh yeah that's plenty. Yeah sixteen I think is more more uh more accurate. Yeah yeah I mean the Falcons offense has been clicking. They've been starting to get some defensive players back as well. And I, the Browns have just not looked good. So, they look horrible. yeah, yeah. Absolutely horrible. I like it. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, like, I like this game a lot. Uh, I have a lot of confidence in, in this one. I would uh, definitely, uh, definitely take the Falcons in this one. Browns have just been getting worse and worse. Two huge losses in a row. I don't think it ends with Atlanta. Um, so then, uh, next we got the, uh, the Redskins and the Buccaneers in Tampa. Yes. And the Bucks are three so, point favorites. Yep. So the Bucks are three point favorites. And, uh, I gotta say, I like the Redskins in this one. I disagree. I, I like the Bucks with the line. The Redskins just lost literally their entire offensive line and all of their production this year, all of their wins have come on the back of a strong running game. Uh, we saw last week what happened when just Trent Williams was out. Adrian Peterson did nothing. And when he doesn't have any opportunities to run, uh, that offense crumbles and it crumbles fast. Yeah, so I uh, 
yeah, that offensive line is virtually non-existent at this point. Um, however, the Buccaneers defense is as bad as it gets. They give up points to everybody. Everybody can take advantage of them. And the Redskins defense is solid, and it's only getting uh, getting stronger. And I, th- I think that the Redskins keep, keep the Buccaneers at bay um, in, in this game. So um, I don't think it's going to be a particularly high-scoring game. They have the over-under at 51 points. I definitely like the For under sure. in this one. And I think the Redskins win, you know, 21, 17, something, something in that range. Um, I really don't know why they have this game at a 51 I don't uh, over under the Redskins don't put up points. Um, and, and like all their games are, have been low scoring. So I really like the under, um, but I, I actually, I like the Redskins to, to not only cover the spread, but, uh, but to win the game too. Very interesting. I, I have to disagree on that one, but we'll see what happens. Yep. And so finally in the one o'clock games, we have the Arizona Cardinals and the Kansas City Chiefs in what is the biggest spread I have seen all year. I think I think that's even bigger than the uh, the Bills and the Patriots were. Um, so we have a 17-point favorite Kansas City Chiefs team. Where do you stand here? You know, I definitely think the Chiefs are going to win this. But in, in what's shocking to me, when I checked this this morning, the Chiefs were 16-and-a-half-point favorites. So they keep getting more points. But – Yep. Uh, I when a, when a team's given a three score uh, handicap, basically like the Cardinals are, I would like to ride with that. Uh, the Chiefs they they let the opponent score and kind of keep pace to a degree with them. They never get too close, but they let them score on them. And the Cardinals they looked a little bit better last game out, and I feel like it's pretty easy to put points up against the Chiefs. I think they'll cover the spread. Um, I think they'll lose by like fourteen but not 17. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, God, it's tough. Like you said, three score <laughs> margin is uh, it's huge. So how do you pick a team to cover that? Well, I think this is one of the few times you can. <laughs> the Cardinals offense <laughs> is so bad. I, we talked earlier. I like Josh Rosen. I think he is going to be a um, – you know, a solid quarterback going forward. And uh, and you have David Johnson, who's one of the best running backs in the NFL. That team still can't score. They can't do anything offensively. They they can't get – they can't get anything. And uh, I, I don't think their defense has a shot at all of being able to stop what has just been a continuing to improve Kansas City offense. Kareem Hunt is just hitting stride so hard, and Mahomes hasn't slow, slowed down at all. Um, their offense is as high-flying as it comes in the league right now. You know, there's there's only three teams who are putting up points uh, like they are every single week, um, them, the, the Rams, and the Saints. The Cardinals aren't going to stop it. Um, it's a huge margin, but if uh, – if I had to had to put a bet on this game, it's it's going to be on the Chiefs. You know what's really crazy and sticks out to me about this game? The Cardinals are seventeen point underdogs, yet the over under is forty nine and a half. It's only that doesn't make yep, any I sense. Was thinking you thing. have to take the over. If they think the Chiefs are going to win by seventeen, then they're basically saying here that they think this game is going to be twenty four to seven. 
Like, yeah. what? That's it? You're you're kidding me, right? <laughs> well, I don't know because even so, uh, thirty-five to fourteen, which I don't think is out of the question, would still be under, but you know, only that half point margin. But um, I think it's really just about how much they think the Cardinals are going to score. So I think they they you know they see the Chiefs putting up five touchdowns, which I think is pretty accurate, and the Cardinals only putting up two, which I also think is I, – I, I think that's pretty accurate too. I don't see them putting up three touchdowns. I don't think <laughs> – I don't think they can do that. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I really don't see how they could do it. So um, I, it's a deceptive over-under because you would expect it to be um, – yeah, you, I think you would expect the, the over to be easy money on this one. I don't think that's the case because I don't think the Cardinals have it in them to be able to put up uh, enough points to cover it. I disagree. I I really think that the Chiefs – so the Cardinals have a bad offense and defense. So the Chiefs should just be able to annihilate them. Like, I don't see how the Chiefs put up less than 35 points. So all the Cardinals would have to do is put up a couple touchdowns and they meet it. So I, I think they can do it. I don't know. <laughs> you are you are much more hopeful for the Cardinals than I am. I do not see it happening. <laughs> but um, but uh, I, I'm you know I'm keep my hands off anything with a three score margin probably, um, just uh, just to be safe. That that that's not uh, something I feel comfortable with. This is not college football. So right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then moving into the four o'clock games, we got uh, first. So we have a lot of. Uh, uh, big spreads uh, still to come here with all the four o'clock games. So first up, we have the Chargers and the Raiders. The Chargers are 10-point favorites in Oakland. Can the Raiders get anywhere close to stopping the Chargers? No. <laughs> no, Chargers win by at least two touchdowns. That's, that's yeah, hands Oakland, down the easiest one I've seen. I, I agree, especially for these uh, bigger margins. Oakland is the worst team in football by far. By far, by far, <laughs> they gave up six touchdowns to the Colts. They, I mean, they are as bad as it gets. I don't know how. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with John Gruden and the entire Raiders organization? Like, it's it's disturbing how bad they've allowed their franchise to get in the matter of a couple months. Um, yeah. It's it's really disturbing to me that that uh, they have acted the way that they have, and yeah, I don't think they have a shot in the world at covering the ten point spread, uh, especially with how the Chargers played against the Seahawks last week. They are going to annihilate the Raiders. I I like the ten point uh, ten point spread to get covered here. Agreed. I, I couldn't agree more. And honestly, I don't think anything else needs to be said about that. Nope. <laughs> the Raiders is bad. <laughs> So uh, next we got the Miami Dolphins and the Packers in Green Bay. Packers are 10-point favorites. What do you think? So of all the double-digit spreads, this is the one I could see being the most likely to, to for, for the underdog to cover the spread. Um, the Packers, watching them play against the Patriots, oh, my God, is Mike McCarthy terrible. I thought he really ruined that game for them. It should have been a lot higher scoring, a lot closer than what it was, and it wasn't. And the Dolphins have been 
very odd. They've been just eking out these weird wins or at least staying close in tons of games. So yep. I, I see this one being close, and it's not one I would want to touch, but I could see the Dolphins covering the spread here. Yeah, I think they're much more likely to cover the spread here than not. Um, the Packers just look like a shell of themselves. Um, this is not the Packers that you know any of us remember from the past few years, but it should be. The talent is there, but I think the problem is Mike McCarthy. The play calling, in, in my opinion, has been horrible. And, yeah, I think that they, they squeak out a win. Um, I think it's going to be ugly for them, though. I think they're, um, they don't look confident, and I don't think that they're going to look confident in this game either. Um, I think they're going to post an ugly win over the Dolphins. Um, but I think that they are all uh, going to be shaking afterwards with how close they end up making this game. Agreed. I couldn't agree more. Uh, so then the last four o'clock game, we have uh, another 10 point spread this time between the Seahawks and the Rams in Los Angeles. Um, I like the Rams to cover the spread here after getting their first loss of the year. Um, I only thought that, that they looked better after, after getting their loss. Um, I, I think that when they came in that, uh, with how far behind they were playing in the last game, they didn't look shook at all. They looked incredibly poised the entire second half, never looked like they were out of it. Um, and I, I don't think that there's any reason why, um, we should have any concern with, with the Rams playing. And also last week, I, you know, I took the Seahawks over the chargers at home last week. That offense uh, wasn't getting it done. Um, I, I do like, I, I do still expect it to get better. Um, Russell Wilson is incredibly talented and um, both running backs for the Seahawks are looking good. Both Chris Carson and Mike Davis, I think are solid running backs. And um, if anything, Mike, uh, Mike, uh, Mike Davis is actually a little bit more versatile. It's much better in the passing game. But um, I think the Rams are m- just way too much to handle. Division rivalry game, the Rams just wipe the floor with the Seahawks in this one. And the Rams are at home too, right? Yeah. 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 I, I totally agree. I think they cover the spread pretty easily. Um, Russell Wilson hasn't done much this year, which granted – he hasn't had a whole lot of weapons, but man, has he not been himself? Uh, we were just talking about how the Packers look like a shell of themselves. That's how I feel about Russell. He, at first this year, so in our fantasy draft, I decided to take Andrew Luck over Russell Wilson, and I regretted that decision for months because, we, one, we draft early, and I was just like, man, I think I made a really bad call. Boy, am I glad mm-hmm. I did that because he does not look good. No, he, he hasn't yet. I still expect him to – to to find it he he is a back half of the year quarterback every year um and and he rarely has weapons right. baldwin has been his best receiver for years and quite frankly i have never thought very much of doug baldwin being a number one receiver um he's proven me wrong many times um <laughs> they both have but um i don't think that they find themselves against the best team in the nfl this week away from home i don't see it happening I, I totally agree. And then uh, in uh, Sunday Night Football, 
We have a huge uh, division rivalry game between the Cowboys and the Eagles. That division is still up for grabs for anybody but the Giants. Um, <laughs> and so this is actually a pretty big game. It is. It is. It's funny. The Cowboys shouldn't even be in it because they suck. Um, honestly, no, they, honestly they all kind of suck. They do. Yeah. They do all kind of suck. But the best team in that division still is the Super Bowl champions the philadelphia eagles are still the best team in that division um and i like them to cover the seven point spread at home uh this week um, cowboys I agree. got their ass kicked by the titans uh it, at home if, if if they're getting their ass kicked by the titans at home there's no way that they keep it close against the eagles who are getting better every week um yeah, I really like the Eagles to cover the spread in this one. I think that's um, that's a really good bet to take right now. I agree. That defense for the Cowboys had been strong all year. And then to one of the worst offenses in football, give up four touchdowns. Just insane to me. Um, there's there's no way they can keep, uh, keep the Eagles from finding the end zone a few times in Sunday night. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I definitely think the Eagles cover the spread. I honestly thought up until last week when the Redskins lost their entire offensive line that they were the best team in the division, which honestly isn't saying a lot because it's a bad division. But yeah, now without yeah. that line, they, they lose everything. They're, they, they stand no chance, which it's so sad. They lose their whole offensive line, and they're still the third best or the second best the team second. In, the, in the division because they're yeah. so bad. But uh, yeah, yes. To answer your question, I do think the Eagles cover the spread. And honestly, the over-under is 43. That feels pretty low to me. I don't know. I just – I don't see the Cowboys scoring much. They can only put up 14 against the Titans. Titans have, have a very steady defense. They do. But but so do the Eagles. Eagles have a really steady defense. Oh, man. Uh, Ronald Darby and Jalen Mills have been so bad. They've been two of the best and or two of the worst corners in the entire football league this year. Um, the Cowboys have no passing game, though. They have no passing game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like they'll still put up more than they did against the Titans, which I feel like will be enough to to get over the spread or to get over the uh, over-under. Uh, maybe. I mean, that offense was just horrible. Um, it's so, so bad. Um, inspiring if you have – I think inspiring if you have Amari Cooper on your fantasy team. Um, cause he's the only guy who, who Dak was looking at when he was on the field. Um, but there's just, there's nothing happening there. It all runs through Zeke and defenses know that. And they're, they're an easy team to shut down right now. I just, I, I don't know. Um, I, I don't see them putting up a lot of points against the Eagles. I'm, I don't know if they, uh, get the over under or not, but I definitely like a big, a big win for, for the Eagles at home. And uh, I, I like them a lot uh, going forward in their division. I think they, they, they're going to win the division easy at this point. Yeah, yeah, I, I do agree. I think they could, <laughs> they could pretty much walk out of this without any worries. Yep. And then uh, in the last game of the week, we have the New York football Giants <laughs> against Nick Mullins and the San Francisco 49ers. Um, the – the Giants are three-point underdogs here. Can Eli come back? Can Eli and Saquon get a win 
for that desperate Giants fan base. Oh, boy. <laughs> or is Nick Mullins the real deal? You know, uh, definitely taking the Niners on that. I, I think <laughs> I would rather take them than the Giants. The Giants are pretty bad. And who's a better quarterback, Nick Mullins or Eli Manning? I don't <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and this shouldn't even be a question. That's so sad. <laughs> yeah. The third string quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, the undrafted rookie, or Eli Manning, the two time Super Bowl champion who beat Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Eli. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Yeah, Nick Mullins is better, right? <laughs> oh God. That Yeah. Well, it's insane. Like, I, I really don't understand with all the weapons that the, the Giants offense has, just how they can only have one win. It's dude, I, I do not feel bad for, for Eli. I feel bad for everybody else on that offense because Eli is the one holding them back. Um, well, <laughs> yes, yes, I do. I do agree with that. He's holding them all back. Um, but what I also think is – their offensive line, they invest in heavily in the offseason to make better. And it is drastically underperforming. Didn't get any better. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one side of the line is really good. And the other two guys on the other side of the line are like worst in the league. So he's been having no time to do anything. But even when he does throw, it's like wounded ducks every time, just like Peyton in the final years yeah. of his career. Uh, not, not that. He's not that good. In the end, was still better than this. Uh, oh, a, a whole lot better. Um, <laughs> do you think that uh, that Loletta is going to take over for Eli before the end of the year? No, no, he just got in some big trouble. Um, he almost apparently he, has, he didn't get suspended. He didn't, but no. When stuff like that starts happening, it's it's kind of a bad sign for a quarterback, especially a backup. Um, yeah, when they're <laughs> trying to run over traffic cops. Right. Like that's oh, that's that's some shady shit right there. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, I think that he does get a start, or at least maybe not a start, but I think he comes in for Eli at some point this year. Um, we'll see when that tipping point happens, but I think it's going to happen. I just, I don't. How many teams in the NFL do the Giants have a chance of beating? The answer is not many. It's really few. And this is one of the games that they have a chance of. Yeah, the Raiders. But this is a game that they have a chance of winning. A, a, not a good chance, but a chance. A chance. Agreed. And if they're and, and if they don't, and if they're losing bad, which they might be, they very well could be. I think Loretta comes in. It, it something's got to give there, and I think the entire organization is. They they put so much money into their team. Odell's got a huge contract. Saquon is their future. They are going to turn it over to someone else if Eli can't get the job done, and he can't. So, yeah, I, I'm not so sure that he uh, he's going to have a starting job for too long. I don't know. I, I really don't know. The organization is – he's been around for so long that when you're around – but then again, last year they – I don't know. It's really they tough. Them last year. Last year, they benched him last year. They benched him for a game, and then they fired the coach right after and basically said, we didn't tell him to do that. You're an asshole. And they, they made him the scapegoat. Um, yeah, I, which I, it was obviously not true. Obviously not true. And he's talked openly, too, to uh, NFL media about it and was like, yeah, they totally made me the scapegoat. Like, I got screwed over. 
but he was a bad coach. Not let's not. Oh, yeah, that. He was. <laughs> they've been bad since Tom Coughlin left. Like they, they're just they're bad. And I, they're I anyway. I don't think they're going to get better this week. I still like the 49ers to cover the spread at home. Um, Nick Mullins, not bad. Nick Mullins, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> not that bad. <laughs> not that bad. Better than Eli. Um, all right. So we've gone through all the games. Are there any um, upsets you're, you're seeing? Are there any player props that you really um, want to let listeners know about? Anything that you're really feeling? Um, what, uh, w- what are you thinking? Um, Kareem Hunt over on rushing yards, I think is, is going to happen against the Cardinals with that large of a spread. I feel good about that one. And I really like Joe Mixon, not rushing yards, but all purpose yards in the game. I feel without AJ green, they're going to need him big time. If they have any chance against the New Orleans. I think that's a really good call in that one. Um, Joe Mixon has been solid in the passing game. And I, yeah, I think he sees a huge uptick with uh, AJ Green out. He's going to get a lot of, a lot of dump passes, which I think is, is, uh, I, I think it's going to be good for, for him, obviously. Um, but I, I think it'll actually be good for the Bengals offense too. I think he works, works pretty well when he has the ball in, in the open field. So um, I, I, that's, that's uh, why I say I, I really think that game's going to be close. Um, I think Joe Mixon's a huge part of that. Um, yeah, and they're they're getting their center Billy Price back too, so that'll help. Yeah, that that'll be huge for them. Um, I I think those are those are some great player props. Cream Hunt's gonna have a just monstrous day, no question. Um, Agreed. And then to to keep it running back uh, focused right now, I love Aaron Jones. I love him so much. He is. <laughs> I um yeah. We don't know what the uh, what the uh, player props going to be, but um, against Miami's defense, I do like the over there. I do think that um, he probably finds the end zone in this one too. Um, so long as Jamal Williams doesn't snipe a touchdown from him uh, as he's done in the past. But I think the backfield is pretty much his at this point. Um, and hopefully Mike McCarthy has learned to just give him the fucking ball because he is so good. <laughs> so good that offense would be so much better if they gave him the ball 20 times a game or more than 15 like just stop giving him the ball 11 times let let the man work he's the best thing you have going for you right now let him go um so i i like um i like him to get an over on probably anything over uh at 80 yards um i would take the over at um maybe even 85 um I, I, I think he's going to have a big game. But a lot of that is, is dependent on Mike McCarthy for sure. Um, right. Um, and so we talked about it. I also – we so we both think that the Panthers actually end up beating the Steelers. Um, so at plus one – it's at plus 150 right now. Um, I, I really like that bet. Um, I locked in on that earlier today. Um, so I'm feeling pretty confident about that one. Um I think if you can take uh, – are there any games you would take more points than the spread currently gives? Because I like the Falcons to have a nice two, easy two-possession win in that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. When you have the chance to um, add to the spread to get a better payout, 
that's the game I think I would do it for the Falcons. Yeah, I yeah, I think that's a great move. Um, I, I I think they get a huge win. Maybe even maybe even the Bears and Lions too. I I like the Bears to have have a nice comfortable win there. Probably ten points is probably going to be plus one forty there. Um, I I I would like that. I would take that for sure. Um, and then maybe even honestly, I think the best way to bet the Niners Giants game is to to play both sides in this one. So it's plus one fifty five <laughs> for the Giants to win. Put ten bucks on that and put ten bucks on the Niners to win by at least a touchdown, and I think you got guaranteed money. Um, I don't think it's, it's going to be a close game. It's just a matter of who, who shows up to play. Because um, Eli can be good. He like he could be. This week he could throw for, for four touchdowns. He could. It's possible. He could. It is within the realm of possibility that that happens. And it's not even that, you know, unlike, unlikely. When you have the receivers that he has and Saquon, like that should be what happens. It, it really shouldn't be a far-fetched idea. So, I, it, just for um, – but if he doesn't, then the Niners are going to win big. <laughs> so, um, I, I like to – I think this is a game you might want to play both sides on, depending on what the um, the payout is for, uh, like, a six-point win for the Niners. I think this is one maybe you play both ways and get some guaranteed uh, money. That's just uh, me personally, but – I agree. That that's not a bad call. Uh, the last time you had me do that, it was a great call, and I won big. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're like if you think about it, it's almost the exact same game. So the game that he's that Derek's talking about there is um, it was the Cardinals and the Niners actually. Um, uh, Bron- or or, oh, no, Broncos. Right, Cardinals Broncos. Yeah. 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 So Cardinals Broncos. I yeah. I think this is a pretty similar game. Um, yeah, play both sides here. Uh, I don't think it's going to be close one way or the other. I could see the Giants winning 28-7. I could see the Niners winning 28-7, but I don't see it being a close game either way. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens there. Yep. Um, oh, is there anything so you, anything else you want to hit on? I don't think so. Uh, you want to name? So let's still do our 10 picks of who we think is going to lock it down. All right. The, the 10 most confident picks that I have. All right, here. Um, let, what do you, do you want to do? Three, three, and then four again? Um, we can do, do whatever you want to do. Um, yeah, because basically I, I think at this point we've gone over every game and how we feel about it, so we can just list them. All right. Um, well, let, let's start with Thursday. I, I like Carolina there uh, to win. I think that's a really, a really good bet uh, for tonight. Um, and uh, do, do you just want to keep this on, on uh, games or do you want to include the over-unders? Uh, yeah, let's include that as, the, as well. All right. Well, I'll start. I'll, so I got uh, the Panthers. Uh, I'll take the Jets to clear the spread and the Patriots to clear the spread. Okay. So that, that's for the 1 o'clock, correct? Yep. The, oh, yeah. Yeah, those are, those are both 1 o'clock games. That's how you're doing? Okay. Um, yeah, you just want to go through all, all 10 of yours? Uh, no, no, because I'm doing this on the fly too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. So mine, I've got Carolina with the uh, being four-point underdogs. I like that. 
I like the Carolina-Pittsburgh game going over 52. Um, the Bucks, I like them as three-point favorites at home. I like them clearing that spread. Okay. I like the Bears clearing their spread of six and a half at home. And I like their game, the Bears and Lions game, being under 44 and a half. At least that's what it was last I saw it. Um, I like that. I like the Falcons as four-point Man, they're four-point underdogs. Is that no, 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 no? Falcons are six-point favorites. Six-point favorites. Where the hell did I see that at? Okay, well, I still like that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I like that one. And then uh, the Bills and Jets under thirty-six and a half. Yes, please. The Chargers, they're ten-point, right? Yeah, Chargers are ten points. Yeah, I like that. I like them as ten-point favorites. Um, definitely clear that. I like the Cardinals and Chiefs going over 49 and a half. And I like the Eagles down seven at home or seven point favorites at home. You said Eagles for the last one? Yep. All right, cool. Sorry, I just wanted to get them all uh, written down. All right. So, yeah. um, all right. So you ran through one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. You got, you got all 10. Okay, cool. Um, so I'll, I'll pick up from there. So I got, uh, I got the Panthers, I got the Jets, I got the Patriots. Definitely taking taking the Bears in this one. Um, y- yeah. So I noticed you skipped the the Saints Bengals game. Um, screw it, I'll go Bengals. Why not? <laughs> I definitely like the Colts here. That's one I I definitely want to lock in. Um, Colts three point uh, favorites against the Jaguars at home. I like that one a lot. I'm gonna stick with you there with the Falcons. Um, I'm going to go with you as well with, uh, the chargers. I like that, that bet a lot. 10 points against yes. the Raiders. It's I think easy money. Um, again, I'm going to stick with you with the Eagles. I think that's a safe bet. Um, so I got one more to make. I'll do, um, let's see. I'm trying to, uh, I'm going to do an over under. Let me pick which one. Oh, under on the Redskins Buccaneers, easy. There you go. Yeah, I like that one too. Actually, I'll I'll probably end up doing that one. Yeah, I, I like um I like the <laughs> I like the under thirty six on the Jets, even though it's a little uh um it's already at thirty six, but God, neither of those teams can score. Um, but also I I do think the over on tonight's game between the Panthers and the Steelers is is a pretty good bet too. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like everything you just said. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I like your picture this one, too. Um, I think we got uh, quite a few uh, similar picks in this one as well. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be an interesting week. There's a lot – the spreads are a lot bigger this week. So, um, you know, it, it's going to be interesting this week. It, definitely uh, harder to predict than last week, I think. But we'll, we'll see what happens with this one. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I'm – I'm a three point. I have three, three more correct picks than you. So let's see if you can close that up a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, fuck off. Um, yeah, no, we're going to get, uh, yeah, I, I think I definitely come back at least a little bit here. I, I think you're off on, on a couple of these, but we'll see, right? <laughs> we'll see what happens. I guess we'll see what happens. all right well to everybody listening thanks for hanging around with us uh we've been going for just about an hour and hopefully 
any of you that are on the fence about certain picks, we're able to help out and push you in the right direction. Yeah. And if, if you guys have any feedback, um, you know, leave us a message. Um, if you guys want to hear more about player props or if you want us to talk about over-unders more, just let us know um, what you guys uh, want to hear. Um, that It's been a lot of fun doing this for, for two weeks now. Um, but, yeah, just want to know what uh, the listeners are interested in as well. Um, if you got any, any picks, let us know too. Yeah, and for everybody listening, um, the way you can leave us messages is we are using – Anchor FM as our podcast platform. So if you download the Anchor app and search for our podcast, the Fantasy Football Bros Vegas Insider Edition, we will pop up. If you click on our page and then there's uh, some dots up at the top right to show you more options, and it'll say, I think it'll say, leave a message. If you do that, you'll call right into our line and we would love to hear from you and hit that subscribe button for sure. Definitely. Well, uh, good luck this week, Derek, and good luck to all the listeners. Yeah, this has been another episode of the Fantasy Football Bros Vegas Insider Edition.